Hello and welcome to Flamenco Attitude. This is the podcast that brings you all things flamenco. And for everyone who's listening to our previous episodes, you will know that we cover pretty much everything. We've reviewed many books so far. We've done a session on cooking. We've done a session on uh, fashion and accessories and how people dress. And of course, we review the lives of the great artists of the genre. Uh, Many to come. If you enjoyed the previous ones, uh, it will just get better and better because we move on to bigger and better artists every single time. Now, before we dive into today's episode, I would like to say hello, welcome, and thank you to our listeners in Greece and Taiwan. Thank you so much for being there for us and for tuning in. Uh, If you would like to ever get in touch, we are at FlamencoPod on Twitter, and you can also email us culturepodcasts at gmail.com and everything will be in the description below, so um, you can't miss it. You can't miss it if you want to be in touch. You know that we would like to keep it fairly fair to everyone on the podcast. We would like to broaden our horizons and explore everything. And by no means we are getting political on this episode, but we're going to actually discuss flamenco and the connections to politics because there are some. So as a disclaimer, we're not talking about taking sides we're just talking about opinions we're talking about historical facts we have books and uh, an amazing lp to back it all up but obviously fomenko has connections with the land and the land has connections to the whole country and the situation in it so let's explore the connection between flamenco and politics this is the episode yeah i think what we've got to look at uh, galia is uh, There's two differences here. There's one about people who may, flamenco artists who got involved with political movements or artists whose lyrics are very political. Yeah, and there is a difference, isn't it? Because we have have examples from both of these situations. But before we get into it, I, I will ask the question of, is flamenco a political genre? Was it... Um, based on something connected to politics? Or did it emerge because of political movements? Well, that's a very complicated question yeah. because yeah. Um, the gypsy people don't like getting involved in politics and uh, it's a very gypsy art. On the other hand, Andalusia in the 19th century uh, created uh, a movement. Anarchism was born in Andalusia and so... It's a very political country, Andalusia, for for a a variety of reasons. So, of course, it's going to feed into the the flamenco, uh, into the lyrics. Because flamenco, as we keep telling our listeners, is all about the song. It is. And what are you going to sing about? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, So, I don't know, um, shall we start with... um, the sort of king of flamenco and his... I wonder who that is. (laughs) Have we given you a clue at all? Now, now this is quite interesting because, of course, we're talking about Camarón de la Isla. And you would be surprised that he actually got involved with with a movement called La Gira Historica, which was a a kind of travelling movement putting up uh, platforms in different parts of Andalusia to get autonomy for Andalusia. So yeah. he took part in that, which is a very unusual thing. I would say so. What, what do you think motivated him to do well, that? Well, because he believes in the, the campesino Andalus. Mm. 
the Andalusian farm worker and the man on the land and so he got involved with, with Felipe Gonzalez and all of, and he actually appeared uh, performed at, at, the, at this tour because obviously Akira is a tour around the country so that is a uh, whereas his actual uh, lyrics aren't really political he doesn't go in for that in his actual music mm -hmm. but he obviously felt <clears throat> because he'd become a very important figure to support this who is Felipe Gonzalez? He he became the prime minister of of Spain of the of the time. Yeah. So we're talking about probably seventies or sixties. The eighties. The eighties, moving yeah. into the eighties, yeah. right? And what is what are the lyrics then? What does he talk about? No, he don't, no, he just did his normal stuff. You see that? I mean, that's my point. That he he just well, he uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. There but, is something yeah, I he, guess he, he talks about always. The, the man or woman who works on the land in Andalusia. That's one of his key parts of his, of his and, and what made it political then? Well, it, it wasn't, you see, it was because he was actually lending his uh, art and fame to a, a movement to get uh, yeah. autonomy for Andalusia. So that's very different to the other people we're going to talk about who <coughs> have in their lyrics very strong... Actually... Politics. connections yeah right okay well if we would like to hear an example what song of Cameroon should we be listening to well I think um, a man from the country Campino and Andalou yeah that would be the the best the best um, one un campesino Andalou un campesino Andalou by Cameroon Okay, well then, uh, next, I guess we're going to actually move on to somebody who's uh, a bit more obviously political than Cameron. Um, you can't get more political than this man. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about, I'm trying to see the name. It's called Jose Menese. Jose Menese. Yeah, Jose Menese. I mean, we're, we're holding give, give your views, oh, Gali, on, yeah. on this cover. So you're holding a cover. Um, is, the, is the title Andalusia of the whole... Andalusia, 40 years. And Andalusia, 40 years. Um, it, it feels like it's the cover of this, um, is it LP? It's an LP, yeah. Is a wall, yeah. and on it there is blood smeared. Yeah. 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 So we're opening inside. This is a vinyl. It's a vinyl. It's a beautiful record, yeah. yeah. Inside we have pictures. Yeah. We uh, everything is done in the, in this really gritty uh, style. Yeah. yeah, it's uh can we say hardcore? Yeah. Yeah. Now Manesse um, comes from the Pueblo de Casaya. He, uh, right from an early age, had very hard lyrics. Yeah. Uh, about what had happened to Andalusia from the war. So he, uh, even on this record, you you hear gunshots and. Actual gunshots. Actual gunshots and stuff. So it's a, it's a very strong uh, LP. How did they get to record this? Well, no, I mean, this could be sound effects on the LP, I don't know. Oh, no, right. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't like to go into, but um, Menesi is known for, or was known for his very, very strong uh, political views. Uh, so all his LPs have very strong political lyrics. Is it fair to say that even though it was stronger than Cameron's, he still talks about the ordinary person and how the, the ordinary person has yeah. to be supported? 
Well, he talks about yeah. the, the terrible things that people went through yeah. during the Franco period. And how they weren't supported. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> he, you know, I mean, it's, it became his hallmark. And it, all his LPs, uh, not just like that, but as you can see, they have this artwork of Galvan. And they're very strong. I mean, you, you, you can just tell straight away. I'm the, telling the, you, I'm, I'm, uh, the, the, the vinyl that you have, the cover, it's like looking at, looking at the wall that there's blood smeared on it. Yeah. And some graffiti as well. Yeah, yeah. So do you think that's what they were aiming for? Oh, yeah. And <coughs> to Manassi, represent. It, it was his trademark. Um, he was even given, what, as you know, everybody had to do military service. Yeah. Uh, he was even given special permission to go to uh, places where he was able to carry on with his singing and everything. And so he became an, an icon, really, or, or, of of the left and of, uh, I suppose, wanting to tell the true story of Andalusia during the Franco era. Yeah. And was it because of his upbringing as well? Yes, very much so. Um, and as I said, he comes from he comes from the. One of Sorry, the we have workers, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> he comes from one of the most flamenco villages, La Puebla de Casalla, uh, which they you know they breed flamenco artists there. They just they come out of the earth. And in which uh, province is that? It's in Seville province. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've been with him um, in one concert uh, when he was on in in Morong. In the in the bullring, you know. Um, so he's he's one of the great figures. But if you want to know about politics and flamenco, then look no further than Jose Menes. That's the one. And is is every single song he's ever created political? Virtually, yeah, yeah. Virtually. So what are some of the themes? Well, I mean, you know, have a look. You know, in this LP, have a Let's look have at some look. some some of the words. I mean, look, sangre, sangre, sangre. <laughs> blood, blood, blood. Yeah. yeah. It's it's all there to see. We've got de la vida y de la muerte. Yeah. So of the of life and of death. Yeah. Everything is, and he doesn't have. Obviously, I'm also looking at the um, types of flamenco between everything. Look at it, la fuerza de corazón. Yeah. The power of the heart. You know. Yeah, I'm looking. Oh, what is this? España. Plaza Mayor. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the types of uh, flamenco that the songs represent. So we have a lot of tarantas, we have a lot of um, fandangos. Yeah, but if you look, he goes in for mainly hardcore. So you've got here, pregon, saeta. Here you've got tonar, cigarilla. These are the hardest ones, haberas, yeah, bamberas. And he occasionally just gives you a little break with a, with the tango. <laughs> I have never seen some of these genres. No. no, he was one of the few people that knows how to do these. Mm. Uh, and he does he all only sing? He only sings. He only yeah. sings. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, sadly he's left us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what could we enjoy if enjoys? I mean, I, I suppose you have to be in the right mood for it. Well. I, I think we should take the we should go for the tangos from this record. Iseba acabando el miedo. El miedo, yeah. Because I, I think the other ones are a little bit. Uh, 
Well, you need you need some training to get into those. I do. There's. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm I'm hardcore flamenco, but he is beyond hardcore. Has his lyrics actually made you emotional? When I used to play these a lot uh, as a young man, and it did make me very emotional. Yeah, yeah, very emotional. Okay, so we'll keep it light with some ta- lighter yeah. with some tacos. I mean, there's a man similar to this. Um, but not this hardcore lyrics, but power to support Andalusia. And this is Turanero. When you know Turong, it's, it's the, uh, the, the... The sweets. The sweets, you know, so yeah. Turanero is a man who sells this. And <clears throat> he made a lot of records. His records are green and white, so you know what's coming on that. So it's mm. all about supporting Andalusia, the love for Andalusia. So you, it's not quite as political but there are other artists that have followed this um, so what's interesting is you, know, you get towns like Morong yeah and they're very very republican towns they're overtly republican because you've told me that you've yeah. been to places yeah. Yeah. where yeah. Uh, you have seen this yeah. now the reason I tell you this is that when they when the, they do some of the flamenco they bring in some of the, the hymns of the Republic comes into the music. Yeah. Yeah? Um, so this has never gone away. And of course, Diego del Gastor that we've talked about before <clears throat> was very, very Republican. So this type of, there's a little sort of song of the Republic which will always creep into uh, the, the rhythm of, of Morong. Yeah. yeah. You know, these are sort of secret symbols that are hidden in the music. Yeah. yeah? Well, talk to me then about the place, uh, the places actually, uh, because you said that there's one of them that's very, very politically, and that was uh, the city of Morong, wasn't it? Yeah, Morong, Morong is very, very, uh, I would say, apart from being very flamenco, it is very, it's, it's very, very political. Uh, another one, not as flamenco, but it's got some great artists, is Jimena. Jimena de la Frontera, which is, which is in Cadiz province, and this is a different type of, it's a lighter, but there they are, the flamenco people are very, very political. <coughs> but <clears throat> what I want to get on to is probably the ultimate man. Now look at We've that. got Manuel Gerena. Yeah. 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 Manuel Gerena, and look at the title of this book. The Forbidden Voice is called. Now that's fairly clear, isn't it? Um, so who is he? Well, he's a flamenco singer uh, who uh, even, you'll be surprised by this, because of his lyrics and everything else, had his passport taken away. Okay, so tell me then, what did he say? Give me like an example of a lyric that we can... <laughs> can you put me on the spot? I, I, I mean, I'm just. What, what, what could you say? I, I know that I know that times have really changed. I mean, it's 2021, and I suppose when this was happening, it was another world. But what? How did he provoke people to to the point where they took his passport? Well, do you know what the interesting thing is? I I can't answer that. But what I will say is, remember that under the regime, all the bars had prohibido el canto. In other words, you are not allowed to sing in any bar. Yeah? 
this used to be a sign above all bars because people recognised that the Kanti, the flamenco song, is so powerful, but they didn't want it happening. Even if it's a song that's purely for entertainment and not political? Well, as you know, the, the very wealthy people, the aristocracy, they had their own flamenco artists come just to their castles and everything. This was because flamenco is very much associated with uh, knowledgeable people. It's like opera. Yeah? And, and funnily <laughs> enough, it comes from people who sometimes have no education. Uh, absolutely. That's one of the, well, the strange things about the flamenco. So the, the average person doesn't really understand flamenco, but the senoritos, who used to pay for Camarón to come, or whoever, Terremoto, to come to, they see themselves as understanding this very important and ancient art. But the thing is, so we've got, um, I suppose, three parts of, three different types of peoples here. We've got the flamenco people who, um, I would say, let's start from the beginning where they were quite poor. So we've got the, they're the lowest. They're always poor. The lowest class. <laughs> yeah. And we've got the highest class that claim to understand it. And they invite yeah, them all yeah. the time. And we've got a middle, I'm saying middle class in the sense of between these two yeah. that don't listen to. And they're people that would maybe go to one concert in a year. Yeah, they wouldn't go to the festivals. So in this era that we're talking about going back some time, the very, very wealthy people would arrange for these top artists to come to their castles. Who's been to a castle, for example? Well, I mean, Terremoto. Has been. Terremoto. Uh, all, all the guitarists of Jerez, Morale. I feel that there is sort of a conflict of interest here. If the flamenco people, are, if the flamenco represents the people who are of the people and sing about life as it is hard with the hardships and everything, why would they go to a wealthy person? Don't you think that they would see this as a, a not a natural thing? Well, it all relates back to when Spain started to lose its colonies and it lost Cuba in 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 uh, eighteen ninety eight. There was a feeling that. Spain was losing its Spanishness. And what is Spain? It is toros, bullfighting and flamenco. And these are the things that need to be preserved and they are the most important things that oh, we have. Does that make sense to you? I suppose of late is the tourism as well. Yeah. It was added. Well, that, that's what Franco picked up on that. This is great for tourism, yeah. The Spanishness, which was... Yeah, because yeah, what... You see, most people, people in the north, in the middle of Spain, they're not interested in flamenco. But you can promote it as being, oh, the whole of Spain is flamenco. That's what they were trying to achieve? Yes. I suppose it wasn't... I mean, in a way, it was successful, but not really, because I, I know a lot of Spanish people, you've told me, they don't listen to flamenco. Um, it's a very difficult art, uh, you know, I told you how few records are sold really, you know, when you're looking at when a record is released or in the era when records yeah. were released, you know, <clears throat> you're talking about very few copies, uh, a thousand copies or something like that. But what I want to do is uh, end off by telling you a story 
about uh, this man, Manuel Girena. Yeah, tell, tell me about the passport or whatever. <laughs> I don't know the park. <laughs> did, he, did he get his passport back? Well, I don't know, but I, um, on this back there seems to be a, a, there's a cartoon about him <laughs> need, needing the passport. Yeah? Um, I don't know. But uh, what I can tell you is in Cadiz there's a wonderful gardens, the Genovese gardens, uh, linked to Genoa. Why did we never go? Well, because I don't think there was a flamenco event going on. So there. what? I know, you just showed me nothing. No, I'm sorry about that. It's yeah. a beautiful. It is beautiful gardens. Yeah. We were very close. We were very close there. Then we why went. didn't we go? Yeah. Well, uh, what happened was there was an event to raise money for this singer, Manuel Girona, and one of my oldest friends from Cadiz, uh, you know, Chiquitito. Uh, <coughs> He um, had agreed to uh, perform at this massive event, and what I used, to, what I love about this man, and he's, he's over a number of years now, he's, he's getting on. He, he dresses immaculately, and when I went to this event, there was about. Maybe fourteen singers, all in a row, all on the flamenco chairs, and there I was watching him, waiting till it was his turn. You know, and he'd be in, in his eighties then, and he sang uh, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. And it was a fundraising event for this political man, Manuel Girona. What can we listen from Manuel Hirona then that would represent it well? Well, you caught me out there because uh, even my collection, I haven't got a single record of him. But I think we can look it up in here. Yeah. Uh, what records he's made? Let's actually see on what's online because um, I suppose he's a type of artist where things, some of the things, won't even be online. Well, look, here's one here. Yeah, open the doors, Abrami la puerta, pueblo. Yeah. Yeah, with, with Abishwela. We will try. What I promise, whatever I can, um, whatever I can find, well, um, I'll you, try you, to you link it. You caught me out there because um, I may have books. See, look at this about the truth. Another of his LPs. Um, I mean, look at that for a cover. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I mean, as you can see, he's a very political man. Uh, but, uh, you, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to get one of his I think so. Something that you <laughs> learned from the podcast as well. <laughs> so, yeah, so we've gone through the politics and everything. And I'd like to end by saying, if you get a chance... Try to find on YouTube or wherever and see some images of Cameron when he decided to lend his support to La Gira Historica. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Flamenco Attitude. One of our more educational and heavier episodes, I would say, because we discussed politics, which is never an easy thing to discuss but I hope we covered it with an open mind we definitely approached it with an open mind and I hope you enjoy some of the pieces that we're going to include which by the way you can listen to only on Spotify at this stage so if you're listening on <laughs> we have workers <laughs> if we're listening on any other platform 
you won't be able to hear them, but head to Spotify, find Flamenco Attitude, and we will have some tracks across the podcast as well. Until the next time, whether you listen to, play, or learn about flamenco, remember to always follow the beat. <laughs>